everyone, welcome to the Benicia Voice podcast, and boy, wasn't that funky. That was uh, some funky stuff right there. Uh, today, we bring you uh, a special guest called uh, called Chris Robinson, and who you heard just then, that was uh, associated with Bunyip, who is gonna, the band who's going to be playing on the Benicia Diversity Festival on the 22nd of this month, April. Uh, from 11 till 5 and you can catch these guys want to welcome everybody to uh, to this podcast a very funky warm welcome God, I was tripping out a bit there wasn't I <laughs> <laughs> want to welcome Andy again uh, welcome back and uh, welcome Chris nice uh, to be here and uh, today's our first record podcast we haven't got Bart here um, so Where's it's he up completely. To? What's he up to today? We have a very diverse podcast. We have the British and the Aussies <laughs> on this one. Hey, what's Bart doing today? Uh, he's up skiing. Is he? Yeah, he's skiing. Oh, I, w- uh, I won't say don't uh, break a leg in this particular instance, <laughs> you know, like you normally do when you're doing a show yeah. or something. But no, right. yeah. Right. Um, right. Enjoy yourself, Mr. Bart. Um, yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, enjoy that. Um, but yeah, welcome. Uh, yeah, welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you. Appreciate been, it. Nice to be here. Yeah. Yeah, and that was some. That was some really cool stuff right there. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, fun, fun stuff to play. Uh, and just to clarify, um, you know, uh, Bunyip as is sort of three piece outfit that it is. Um, we don't have a studio recording out right now, but we are very closely related to the clip you just heard, which is Garage Mahal. They had um, actually, I think about ten or eleven years of touring. They took a break for a while, but now they're back on it. Our bass player Kai and our drummer Hassan are both from Garage Mahal. That recording you heard. This tune we also do in the Bunyip set. Um, yeah, actually, even uh, real briefly a couple of years ago before they they had a break for a couple of years, there was um, a possibility of me joining the Garage Mahal crew for a while when there was a bit of a lineup change. So anyway, we're sort of like an offshoot, so to speak, of Garage Mahal. We play some of Kai's material from Garage Mahal. And as we, um, you know, Hopefully in the future, you know, hit the studio ourselves, you know, we'll be playing some new stuff and maybe some of that old stuff as, as well. So, yeah, that's so, fun to play. Yeah. Well, I've seen you play, and Ruben has yeah, seen you play, seen and we you. absolutely love your band. We, oh, we really you enjoy yeah. watching you guys play. It's an absolute treat for us. Awesome. Thank Musicianship you is incredible. So, what, what you. so you're originally from uh, from Australia. Uh, what brought you to what brought you to the Benicia in the Bay Area? Well, in, in, uh, in summary... Um, my missus, uh, she had a uh, job opportunity here. She was working in Australia for a company that um, essentially is involved in logistics and solutions for large format, you know, music ensembles, you know, orchestras, community orchestras, um, symphonic bands, schools, colleges, that sort of a thing. She got a transfer over here, and at the time the office was in Glen Cove, and um, yeah. Uh, I was kind of finishing up anyway. I, I uh, was a little frustrated in music college over there, looking for a change. Uh, we both moved over here. She ended up taking over that company, went through the whole immigration process, etc. And um, we've stayed, you know. So we always have lived in Benicia. It's been around 20 years now. So, And uh, we have our, our company here that we run and operate out of Benicia. And we've got our family here and... And you've also yeah. got the band here as well. And how long? Yep. And how long were you? Um, so, how long's the band been going for, really? Uh, and what was your first involvement? Um, did you sort of start with the rest of the band when they were already going, or did you guys sort of grow together? 
form together. Yeah, it's interesting because it's been an evolution. Definitely the pandemic had something to do with it. Um, I've been playing with Kai uh, in multiple formats, either here or um, overseas. Uh, just many different situations. Sometimes, you know, it'd be a, a little short mini, mini tour thing, maybe just one gig, you know. Um, geez, it's been probably 18 years that wow. I've been playing with Kai. And, um, you know, he, as you know, as I'd mentioned before, Garage Mahal had been going on all that time. Um, I had other projects on and off with him. Um, him being an immigrant as well, you know, whenever we get to hang out, we just kind of have the same similar sort of story and we mm -hmm. get along with each other in that regard. So he's a close friend. And um, in fact, we had a version of his band. I think it had about seven or eight members at the, at the time. At some point we had, uh, and really international as well, we had an Egyptian keyboard player, Nigerian uh, frame, um, sorry, uh, talking drum player, American drummer, Actually, another Australian uh, violin player. Um, we had a singer. Yeah, so different versions of Kai's band with larger formats kind of trickled down, you know, when the pandemic hit. You know, everyone yeah. had a break. We were looking at compact, lean and mean, you know. And, um, yeah, at the time I was actually looking, you know, at forming a bit of a different project anyway. Um, and, uh, yeah. You know, we just sort of wanted to do something a little bit closer to, you know, a jammy thing rather right. than, you know, lots of perfectly, perfectly rehearsed long right. lines and crazy eight-page charts and all this stuff. We just yeah. wanted to get it closer to, like, a, you know, what it was like as a teenager hearing Jimi Hendrix, you know, yeah. three-piece, turn up, have some fun. There's something about know. a three-piece band, isn't there, that really kind yeah. of... Uh, it's interesting because there's... I was listening to The Police, actually, yeah, who yeah, I think yeah. probably my favorite three-piece band ever mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um when i was back in england just recently a, a 1979 live recording from boston mm -hmm. and and it's summer stuart copeland and sting i mean i mean the musicianship is fantastic the yeah. energy is incredible yeah and there's something about that three-piece format where i love playing three-piece yeah yeah it's just something of, different isn't freedom it? to i think sonically you know you can you know in the guitar chair you know you can you can go up there and really explore some stuff or there's nothing wrong with playing crunchy low riffs and chords and just making a groove as well i, I really like everything in between and not having such a sort of unison line matching up with someone right. and all this kind of right stuff, you know, so. but also yeah. at the Stepping same time it's very tight though that's the main thing it's it seems from what i've heard it's just like really tight at the same time at the same time it's like trippy you know it's got that sort of trippy funky yeah, vibe yeah, to it it's really yeah. cool and it also Thank you. when you guys played uh it attracted a lot of younger people to come and see like a lot of young people yeah, said to me guys it's really cool that's awesome i love this stuff and that's yeah. what they like they love the sort of experimental vibe of it and i think this is going to really bring something to the diversity festival oh, cool. i think it's going to be yeah. absolutely fantastic we're looking forward so, to it you know so and hoping for uh, good things with the uh, festival over the years as it you know flourishes and becomes more known and all that and hopefully it can be yeah we played know, at it last year the first first one yeah, yeah and i think it's great to have festivals like this and and smaller festivals around again you know in other country in the uk for example there's i think about 350 festivals every year 
Yeah. A lot of them are small. You know, obviously you've got Glastonbury and Reading and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the big ones, but there are a lot of smaller local festivals which attract maybe a couple of thousand people. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's, there's so much fun because... There's a more of a diverse range of music, so you're not going to see necessarily the big name bands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to see some local bands, plus also you're going to see something that you wouldn't normally get to see. Yeah, mm-hmm. which which I think is really important because that's how it opens up your musical. Yeah, it opens up horizons for you, you know, and that's the thing. It's like it's listening to different types and opening up to you know all these different types of music and round in the round here there's just so much talent and it's it's really cool i mean that's the one thing i noticed when i came here is just how much musical talent there is around here it's crazy and it's eh? so diverse as well i mean we we really are in a very cool place as far as musical diversity there's so much around here yeah it's a surprise and, you know just like you know as time goes by um who you run into who you know just has it's such either you know rich musical history or just a vocabulary on the instrument or whatever you know you know it's really cool and, what, yeah. and what's your primary instrument you play my unusual guitar is um can you tell us about your guitar because sure. I, I think that's an interesting instrument yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little it's a little crazy um now uh yeah it would have been it would have been uh about 2006 to eight I started um, maybe getting a little frustrated with all my other different instruments that I had over time, you know. Some of them were too bulky, too heavy, too predictable sonically, whatever, you know. So, um, you know, when our, our first daughter was on the way, you know, obviously we're, you know, cutting back a lot on travel and all sorts of stuff like that. We're doing the nesting thing, you know. And uh, anyway, so I was just kind of overthinking things a little bit with with uh, if i were to ever get a guitar made what would it be and uh, i ended up cutting out bits of foam and cardboard and trying different body shapes and contours and all this kind of stuff and um decided what i would want to get made and eventually i asked around probably about 10 11 if not 12 different guitar makers everyone kind of wanted to tweak things a little bit you know and eventually there was this very creative guy in santa fe new mexico um who lived in this house that looked like a sandcastle or something from another planet you know yeah it was crazy it was it was you know we went out there and visited you know and um yeah so he made it you know and he used all these unusual woods one in particular the top of the guitar is um tasmanian blackwood which is kind of like a weed you know the sort of council in Australia, up and down the east coast, just chop them down because they're a fire hazard. They grow really quickly, but it's re- it relates to koa, so it's wow, actually a really nice, nice, uh, you know, timber. You know, it's just kind of a, you know, eco-friendly timber. Wow. You know, so that's a guitar. It's got 26 frets, so unusual. It doesn't really have a neck pickup. It's got kind of a bridge and a middle pickup. So it's. What do you choose pickup wise? Um, they're custom-made humbuckers. But they're in a P90 shape, so just physically had to make it fit, you know. But and they're splittable, so yeah. If I'm playing like a dirty sound, I use both of those in humbucker mode. Right. So, and what about the neck? The neck is Epe, and uh, yeah, it's crazy now. I see people making decks out of it and stuff, you know. Uh, we had some work done on our house. We got bits of Epe, but the guy actually he he had this piece of timber, 
and he measures things with a little digital caliper so mm-hmm. it moves a fraction of a millimeter and he said he'd had this piece of wood uh the ipe for something like four or five years and it never moved so, yeah. so it was rock solid it basically. Was rock solid <laughs> and touch wood it still yeah. hasn't moved the day. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow, how interesting. Well, that's when, you, when you hear me play out of tune, you will know that it's moved. You know, it's like always changing. <laughs> Can't say I've ever heard you play out of tune. Yeah, but, no. yeah that's, that's, that's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. That is fantastic. That's like so, so awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, even, you know, it's we're, so, we're looking forward to seeing you guys play. I've never, seen, any, fantastic. I've never <laughs> seen a guitar like it, I must admit, because yeah, obviously it's, it's, it's a one-off, it's, basically. It's, it's very strange. But yeah. it's a cool guitar, but it's a one-off. I mean, I'm so yeah. used to seeing strats and tellies and all the usual you know and of course you know and, and it's all yours I'm thinking okay this guy's definitely different <laughs> which yeah. is really cool you know? yeah so um, I so, want to ask you as well who you're when you were younger who did you get into listening to guitar players and musicians wow okay so um, I would say when I started I was just figuring things out noodling around on notes etc that probably lasted two or three years um Probably around oh, maybe 12 or something, I heard Hendrix and I was like, holy guacamole, you know, like yeah. this is, you know, even this is in the you know early 90s or whatever it was, you know, um, just the sound, you know, and creativity and uh, yeah. The freedom. Yeah, you know, and um, yeah, I'd say after Hendrix, the next biggest thing, I, I started hearing unusual scales and chords and things and liking the sound. And I went really seriously into the jazz thing. And guitarist-wise, you know, where's Montgomery? But most of the other, you know, instrumentalists, you know, Miles Davis, John Coltrane. Yeah, I was about Herbie, to say Miles Davis. You know, uh, that's, that, Yeah, that's who I was listening to, I'd say, you know, because it, it's just so creative. I mean, that's what I loved about it. You've got a yeah. jazzy, creative yeah. flavour. And I think yeah. that's what the, you know, younger people really like as well about that. They like the, the, um, the creativeness of it. Yeah. Um, and so, it's, it, uh, I definitely wreck. How long are you guys going to be playing for at the festival? It's about. It's, uh, How long are we playing for? Yeah, it's a short set. Um, yeah, it's just a little short. Yeah, it'll probably be three, if not four tunes. I'd say, especially how we treat the tunes. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but to be fair, short and sweet. You know, leave them wanting more and get more people out there yeah. to see you guys because yeah. that's fan- yeah. honestly it's so. something different, creative. One of those things again. Um, yeah. What about Jeff so, Beck? Jeff Beck, I, I heard, knew that was coming. Yeah, I heard. I heard <laughs> Jeff Beck, but actually, um, my twin brother, he he was a drummer. Well, he's still a drummer, but he he's pursuing more kind of the art world, you know. But he had a ser- he had a way more serious collection of uh, music than me, to be honest. And he had a lot of you know Jeff Beck with Bozio on those records, and he had other yeah other great stuff, you know. I can't say that I've checked out a lot, like you know. Um, he he had overwhelmingly five six times as much music you know um there are some players there that i i don't think i've you know ever owned a record of but definitely hendrix the 60s jazz guys yeah. and then i got into the more modern jazz guitarists the pat Metheny's, john mclaughlin's right. john Schofield, yeah. um and then some a little bit more abstract european jazz stuff you know from like the scandinavian folks and mm-hmm. all that um but also in the mix there just other cool things you know yeah being a teenager, I was, you know, went into the rock thing, the grunge thing, some metal for a while. Um, sometimes 
Oh, you rage against the machine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, nostalgic, you know. Well, there's some, there's, there's some, I love that because of the fact that it's just so diverse. I mean, you can, you know, I mean, I was listening years ago when I was, I'm older than you, <laughs> and I was obviously listening to the bands like The Who and, yeah. and The Stones, mm-hmm. and I grew mm-hmm. up Floyd and all that. Yeah. But then I really got into the punk scene. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I love the energy of that. Yeah. You know, like particularly the Sex Pistols, I mean, three, four chords, yeah. but the way they played that, you know, the way, mm-hmm. they, the way they played them was just so appealing to me. Yeah, yeah. And of course, the Buzzcocks and the yeah. Fool. And yeah. There were so many good bands around about that time. We were completely sport for choice. So yeah. coming away from a classical player I was mm-hmm. a cl- I played classical right 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 and right. then I joined a band and suddenly there I was playing power chords yeah mm-hmm. but it's that it's that early exposure to <laughs> music and to you know different genres and yeah. everything like that because yeah. I listened to a wide variety of genres from drum and bass to you know to blues to rock to mm-hmm. jazz to yeah. all of that yep. uh, to reggae everything but yeah it's because from a young age that's why I was always listening to and I think it really broadens your horizons especially if you're going into the band scene and things like that it's getting creative and stuff yeah. it's brilliant yeah. I think it's it's just excellent so I look forward to seeing people down there just again I'm going to mm-hmm. just give the dates yeah. one more time 22nd yeah. of April at the uh, Marina Pavilion um, and it's from 11am till 5 Okay. So, can we have another track? You got another yeah, song? Yeah, another just track to, to play you guys up. And again, thanks again, man. Thanks for coming yeah. on this one. We've been wanting this for a while. It's brilliant. Thanks for coming on Thank and uh, so telling us about your band. We we'll we'll really look forward to seeing you guys play. Yeah. So Bunyip, Kayaka um, on bass from Germany, who spent part of his childhood in Liberia, West Africa. Mm-hmm. So um, we got him representing two continents. Hassan Heard on drums, great Bay Area bass drummer, fantastic, not only um, energy, but vocabulary, and he's a fantastic listener, and, and then myself, that's the three-piece band, Bunyip. Just, just talking about the drummer, what I notice about the drummer is he plays with a small kit. Yes. He does not play with a lot of drums. No. Uh, but he makes that small kit sound amazing, Yes, quite frankly. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, the, tu- the tuning and the technique and... Mm-hmm everything he does on that kit is really something yeah to watch yeah he kind of folds it up and, and gets in and out of gigs you know and he's a he's becoming a really really busy guy uh we had a a, a sort of a side project where we acted as a, a rhythm section recently um we were rehearsing in san francisco and he said it was his fifth either gig or rehearsal that day you know wow. so he's hopping around all over the place gets that small drum kit in and out of the you know cars or the ubers or whatever yeah and he's a powerhouse man he really, yeah he really is yeah oh yeah. fantastic those smaller yeah. kits are just fantastic they're so fun to yeah. watch when you see those smaller yeah kits yep. being played played but yeah that's awesome so yeah. thank, thanks for coming on and thanks guys for listening thank you and remember to check out these guys you guys have got stuff on youtube i guess you have anything on social yeah media? we've got some stuff on youtube um and Facebook and Insta we're doing everything we'll put some links up in the description for those guys great so yeah thanks for coming on and we look forward to hearing you guys guys play at the festival thank you no worries man have a good have a good have a good one guys and we'll leave you with this stuff thank you
ってなんか誰がなんか変な